Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Which players have seen their value decline the most this preseason? We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here on the Tuesday, August 23rd episode with Dave Richard, and we're here to talk about some rankings, fallers so far in the preseason. And I'm going to ask Dave for a couple, but I'm going to start with one who's been really disappointing for me, and it's mostly because he hasn't played, and that's Kadarius Toney, who has all kinds of talent. First-round pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, showed some real upside last season, but then there were those weird rumors around the draft that the Giants were looking to trade him, that they weren't happy with him, that they weren't happy with specifically his inability to stay healthy, and all of a sudden he's missed the two preseason games with a knee injury. He's not back at practice as of yet. I had Kadarius Toney coming into the preseason as a top 36 wide receiver. And look, maybe it's nothing. Maybe he's going to be ready for week one and he'll go out there and be the number one wide receiver on an improved offense and, and be a really good fantasy option. But just given the persistent injuries that he's had and the issues he's had staying healthy, I've had to move Kadarius Toney outside of my top 40 at wide receiver. I still like him as a sleeper, potentially a breakout candidate, but He's got to be on the field for that to happen. And the fact that the Giants have reportedly been frustrated by his inability to do that, I've just got to move him down. How about you, Dave? Who, who's someone that you're moving down so far? I, I, first of all, I agree with you on Tony. I think right now he's in that round 9, 10 range. And you mm-hmm. might even be able to find him in 10, 11 because there are so many players that are starting to to hit that round 10 range. You know, We talk about George Pickens. Well, he's a round yeah. 10 guy. And his teammate, Chase Claypool, round 10. And... Uh, Sky Moore, round 10, and Traylon Burks, he's falling for a lot of people. Speaking of rankings fallers, he might be in round 10. I mean, I'm kind of at the point now where I wish I had all the picks in round 10 <laughs> because there are so many players that are interesting yeah. at that point in the draft. You kind of have to take a pick on who you like at that spot. And another name that could be hitting that far down, and I'm not joking, Chris, is yeah. Antonio Gibson because I think the commanders have found their new lead running back in Brian Robinson. He does what what Ron Rivera wants his lead running back to do physical grinder style, run North South, follow blockers. Uh, he, he is that guy. And more importantly, Gibson is not that guy. And you hear what Rivera is now saying about Antonio Gibson. Uh, he's mentioning how he's a great kick returner, which he was in college really didn't do it in his first two years, how they need to get him the ball in space. Uh, and that he used to be a wide receiver. He said he was a wide receiver Rivera's words, not mine. So they're, it sounds to me like they're, what it really sounds like to me is that they're trying to trade him and that they're trying to show other teams that he's a passing downs back because they've got J.D. McKissick. I think they're sold on Robinson. At best, Gibson could be the backup to both of them, and they would be disappointed if something happened to Robinson or if Robinson suddenly started to fumble. He didn't fumble at Alabama over 545 carries. That's impressive. So I, I think that this is a huge faller. And I, I'm really, I'm really concerned 
for the friends of our of our listeners who are going to take Antonio Gibson when they can't believe he's available yeah. in round six in their drafts this year. I'm concerned that they will take them. Yeah, yes. we're we're a we're a long way removed from the Christian McCaffrey comps from Ron Rivera about Antonio Gibson, huh? Can you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I love those comps and I, I I liked him last year and I was okay with him this year, but I mean, just the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So at this clear. point, you want another running back? Yeah. Let's see another one. What about miles Sanders who, I mean, the writings on the wall that the running back workload will be divvied up in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and Jalen hurts is there and Jalen hurts is going to throw more than he did in the second half of last season. And hurts has looked good. And now Miles Sanders is hurt again on top of it. So there isn't a lot to really be excited about with Miles Sanders. And I've got him, I think I've got him right now in the round seven range. And I'm I'm getting the same kind of vibes with him as I am with Gibson. I think he's just going to keep on falling and falling. But there isn't necessarily a guy that's going to rise up past him. Yep. We just saw in their preseason game this past week, it was Boston Scott starting. It was Kenneth Gainwell playing alongside him. There was no Jalen Hurts, so they took over the rushing duties, just the two of them, and they made it when they tried, especially Gainwell, in short yardage situations, pummeled, ran right into a linebacker, pushed him into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, I think Gainwell is remains a really good, like, after the 100th pick kind of sleeper. But Yeah, I think I have him right on 100. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's one where... I think they probably still you probably still need a Miles Sanders injury for Kenneth Gainwell to be like a 12 to 15 carry plus the targets guy. But, you know, if that happens or look, Miles Sanders isn't under contract for next season. So this is a situation where Philadelphia could just decide we don't really care if he's not happy because he's only here for one more year. We're going to go with the guy that we think gives us the best chance of winning. And that was why Miles Sanders was you know someone who was on my initial bus list coming into preseason and. I think he's probably going to be on whatever my final version of that looks sure. like. So that's going to do it. We'll we'll have more uh, rankings fallers on CBSSports.com on the Fantasy Football Today podcast. And hey, if you want to ask us any questions, you've got an opportunity to win a Zoom call with the FFT crew. You can ask me some personal questions, some football questions, whatever you want. You can talk to Dave. You can talk to Jamie. Those guys are going to have opportunities as well. As part of the FFT Draft-a-thon, that's coming up later in the month. The link to our St. Jude donation page is in the podcast description if you're listening, or you can use the QR code on the YouTube channel right above Dave. I think that's his left shoulder. Uh, And you can bid on pre-draft calls with our experts, spot in the FFT Podcast League, spot on a guest spot on Fantasy Football Today, and a lot more. We'll see you next time on Fantasy Football Today in five. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.